At KeyBank, we understand what you need to run a middle market company. We bring a team of strategists and problem solvers to design and deliver solutions critical to your business's success. KeyBank offers industry expertise, investment banking and capital markets, payment automation, loans and lines of credit, plus equipment financing. Connect with your local KeyBank team. Learn more at key.com slash commercial. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you here. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here at the Grit Daily Startup Podcast. We love to talk about the world of startup. We call it the good, the bad, and and the gritty. Uh, So I'm curious to learn what your experience has been in the world of startup. Uh, But before we get into all that, let's back up to the beginning uh, of the story. I know you've got quite the story, having spent a significant amount of your career in the corporate world um, and now... Uh, in the wonderful world uh, of entrepreneurship, but let's back up a little bit. How how did it all start? Well, I was born on. I'm just kidding. You won't go that far. <laughs> I'm 43, so that would take us a long time. But me um, too. Oh, it's a great year. It's a great it year told- to thrive and be an entrepreneur. I agree. Um, okay, so it all started out. Long story longer. I grew up um, in sort of an, a highly competitive environment in terms of. Um, Grew up right outside of New York City, where everyone was an executive of some something in New York, and I, you know, went to great schools, and I graduated magna cum laude from Vanderbilt University, and I, uh, I went out into the workforce, and 9/11 had just happened, and so finding a job wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, and that was humbling, and it was also the beginning of sort of a, an interesting ride career-wise because I. I thought, watch out world, here I come. You know, I've got this big fancy degree. And uh, I went on 47 interviews before I got my first job. And so I, it was the beginning of that, like, am I lucky to be here? Are they lucky to have me? Where does that fit? So anyways, I started out in magazine publishing. My first job was at Harper's Bazaar Magazine. And then I was at Vogue. And then I was at GQ. And then I was at a magazine called Lucky. So I was at Condé Nast for about 15 years. I was doing... um marketing on the business side and it was sexy and it was fabulous and it was all those things i mean to put it to you checked all the boxes i was living in manhattan when sex in the city was like the hottest show and i was working at vogue Ah. so like there you go that was top of the world yeah yeah i mean also it was it was incredibly difficult and you got paid next to nothing and you worked crazy hours but you know the perks were perks were there um, by the time I was about 35, I, at that point, I was the senior director of integrated marketing at Glamour. And I was like, there's nothing integrated about what we're doing here, guys. It was like we were eating caviar on the Titanic. <laughs> you know, I was like, does anyone notice that magazines may not like, you know, be doing what they were doing before? And it was like, don't worry about it. Here's a Gucci handbag. So um, I left. I left and I did a major career transition and I went to eBay where I was a consultant for four years doing um, biz dev for them. And really tapped into my love of sales. Now, side note, but involved in this, at that time, so I've had a chronic illness since I was 16. I have something called ulcerative colitis. And when I was 38, while I was working at eBay, I had my entire colon removed in an emergency surgery. So we had no idea it was coming. It was like 
working on a Tuesday, Wednesday, no more colon. That kicked off a series of actually five surgeries over two and a half years to totally rebuild my digestive tract while going back to work. I would have a surgery, go back to work, have a surgery, go back to work. Because by that point I was divorced. So I'm a single woman living in New York City, paying for her medical care in her apartment, right? So it was like, just surgery, go back, go back, go back. So after I finished the last surgery, I kind of took a good hard look at my life. And I was like, okay, I lived, I survived. And I was like, yeah, what am I coming back to? I'm not fired up and in love with my career, but I also was like, what the heck am I going to do instead? And, and that's sort of where this all began. So I'd done one big career transition, but I didn't feel like I knew what my calling was. I was just kind of taking, it was like my, uh, did I choose my career or did my career choose me? Like I couldn't have said, like, I always dreamed of being a consultant in biz dev for eBay. That wasn't part of it. So I went out looking for somebody, I don't care what you called it. I went out looking for somebody that could help me determine the next step in my career, but not just, oh, let's find you a J-O-B. You know, what do I love? What are my passions? What am I interested in? But I also need to make money. Like, it's not like, oh, you like to draw, go be an artist. Like, okay, cute. I'm, I live in New York and I've got medical bills and whatever. And what I found was that there's nobody who did that. So the, basically there were career coaches that helped you with your LinkedIn profile and your resume and, you know, interview skills and that kind of stuff. And then there were life coaches that were talking about what's life about, but there was really nobody in between. So I took a job in ad tech and I became the director of partnerships for an ad tech startup company. And I felt even more meh. Like it wasn't like, I hate my job. I hate my life. It was just, I worked a lot. I made good money and I didn't enjoy what I was doing at all. And at that point I was like, what's it really for? Because I could see the future. It was just going to be making more money that I then was spending more money to go on vacations or get a massage or do things to de-stress. And um, and so it was during COVID and I went back to school and got a certification to become an actual coach and then basically took what I did to get here, which is doing what I actually love and hopefully, you know, generating some revenue and and being successful at it and realized there were a lot of people out there that felt the way that I did, who were feeling stuck and meh, but also felt like, who am I? Like, I've got a mortgage or I've got kids or I've got, you know, what, what I'm going to burn it all down and created a, a system and a program. It's called the Babcock Method, specifically designed to help busy professionals who aren't going to go start their van life or quit their job to discover what the right thing is for them. And for some people that's getting a new job and for some people it's not. So that's, you know, that brings me to now, which means I am not working in corporate America anymore. And I guess now I'm called an entrepreneur. (laughs) Everyone's an entrepreneur now. Right. (laughs) Um, Until it gets crazy. And then, you know, you really decide who the entrepreneurs are at. But I always told myself, like, I'll never forget my last job. I think it was... I don't know, 17, 18 years ago, Mm. but my daughter had to be picked up from daycare and I was a full-time single dad and uh, always have been. And uh, they were like, uh, but my boss was like, Hey, uh, everyone's got kids, you know, figure it out. You can't leave. And I was like, later, later, dog. 
Um, you have to give us notice. Uh, notice I won't be here anymore. Um, and you know, but (laughs) it's, it's, Correct. And I think a lot's changed. You know, we didn't have a lot of technology back then. We did have the onset of Web 1.0. So we were able to use the internet and send email and stuff like that. But it was never as easy as it is, you know, right now. You know, if I had to do it all over again, I look back and I have the technology and tools I have now, it's an absolute no brainer. Then it was absolutely terrifying because, you know, I, I remember started calling my first clients in the yellow pages. I'll never forget that. I'm like, I can go get another job or I can pick up the yellow pages that just got delivered to my door that nobody reads and go to Ikea and buy a desk and just figure it out. And that's exactly, you know, what I did. And when I weighed out financial stress, it's like, listen, if I'm going to have financial stress, it's not going to be from because a bill from accounting doesn't have my paycheck ready yet. Right, right, um, right, right. Or correct. I'm going to put it on myself. I can create that own stress. And, you know, the payoff is just like, just like we started talking about before the interview, Uh, the world of entrepreneurship, not for everyone. The highs are high and the lows are uh, extremely low. What would you say has been the best part of, of making the jump? I love what I do. Okay, good. Very important. You know, the truth is I work seven days a week. I've never worked harder. My boss is a nightmare. She makes me work all sorts of hours. My boss being me, yeah. um, you know. But I actually, truly, I I thought it was BS. I thought you couldn't love what you do. Do I love the accounting part of it? Do I love the trying to find new clients and trying to you know hustle and be the business person, the salesperson, the marketer, the accountant, the content creator? No. But at the end of the day, I get text messages from my clients that say, you know, you changed my life, and that's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I get that on a daily basis too. I mean, it took me a long time to catch my stride on on what I'm doing. I pulled up my calendar today. I have five podcast interviews and two coaching calls. I mean, it's is this real life. I have to literally talk for a few hours and then go go about my day. But you know, I think that entrepreneurship, when entrepreneurship meets your passion and the work and in your life's work and what you absolutely love to do, it's an absolute game changer and it's an unstoppable force that not only creates momentum for us to continue to move forward, but it attracts those those individuals that are assigned to us um, as, as part of what we're doing. So it's it's an incredibly rewarding process to say the least. Um, never not working uh, is a uh, popular term within the world of entrepreneurship. So when you said seven days a week, you know, again, you take time off, not really days. I mean, I did just get back from Hawaii after 12 days and the whole ship didn't burn down. So that's always a plus. uh, I went to Spain for a week and was hiking in the Pyrenees with my best friend. So yes, there's still life to be had. And the other thing I'll say more personal for me is, you know, I have a chronic illness that's better now, but it's still something. So like I spent half the day at doctor's appointments yesterday, that was something that would have caused me a lot of stress in a more traditional work environment. And that's something that I'm able to do and build my own schedule around it. So that's yeah. nice. I would, the freedom aspect is um, yeah. undeniable. So what, what is it that you, that you do, uh, do to, I to help do? people? What's that? I said, what? Do, so Rebecca, what is it that you do? Yeah, what exactly? the hell do you what do lady? This? Tell us. <laughs> So, well, if somebody's um, listening to this and are like, hey, listen, I'm really resonating with this story. I need a coach. We want to make sure everyone's real clear on exactly what yeah, you bring so to the table. I'll be real clear. So my company is called Rebecca Babcock Coaching. And what I've created is called the Babcock Method. Obviously, came by its name, honestly. Um, and the idea is a lot of us feel stuck or overwhelmed or kind of over it. 
in our careers, but we don't know what to do or where to go. And we feel really overwhelmed. So we just stay. And what I discovered from my own experience is that basically you were doing it all wrong. So let me explain what I mean when I say that. So think of a, a pyramid, okay? And the bottom of the pyramid is awareness. Who am I? What are my values? What am I good at? What do I enjoy? What are my strengths? What are my capabilities? What do I actually not enjoy? What do I want out of my life? We spend so little time. Basically, I think everyone has that same story of you graduate college and you just, everyone says, oh, it was me because it was 2008 and it was the economy at the, or, you know, it was 9-11. I just, whatever it is, everyone has their version of that where you just kind of get a job. Mm-hmm. As much as you're optimistic in college, you graduate and you just need a darn job. And then the next thing you know, you go a little bit further and you go, no, 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 I don't love this now. But once I'm the director, once I'm higher up, once I'm making more money, I'll enjoy it more. And then you keep going up and going up. And then you get to the point where you're, you know, mid thirties, early forties, you've made some money and you're like, no, I actually, I hate this. Now I'm just stuck in, in this morass of whatever, well, what am I going to do instead? So, so much of us are one step up on that pyramid. If the bottom of the pyramid is awareness, we're all in action. We're so busy doing, oh, I'd love to find a career I love, but I don't have time to do. I've got all these things I've got to do. Or or I can't, I keep applying for jobs and I, I just am not getting a job. I just keep applying and applying and applying. I've applied for a hundred jobs. I don't, that kind of a thing, right? And we're so busy in our lives that as far as I'm concerned, your to-do list becomes your five-year plan because you're so much in action that you're not actually aware of what the bigger picture is. So the big thing that I do with my clients is we take a big step back. We come aware of what you really want out of your life, what your values are, what your morals are, how you want to align that with your career. What is your five-year plan? No one has one, I'll tell you that. But what everyone does have is a desire to make more money. And so when I say, cool, what's your five-year budget? What's that money for? And what we discover a lot of times is no one has a budget. They feel like the money's going to be the moment they feel appreciated or recognized and something like that. And if I work with a client just to get them more money, they say, I need to make a million dollars. They make a million dollars and they say, ah, this isn't exactly what I thought it would feel like. It must be 2 million that I need to make. So that's being an action. Let's go back. What do you want to feel when you make a million dollars? Let's get you there. So that once you're aware of who you are, what you want, what your desires are, what your skills are, what your capabilities are, what the right industry is for you, all that, then you take action. You either make a decision to stay in your job or leave your job, but first you need to know exactly what you're doing. And so this is why then you get to the third part of that pyramid, which is confidence. As you know who you are and what you want and you take aware action, you get into what I call a mastery mindset. You either win or you learn. So. Maybe you apply for new jobs. If you get it, great. If you don't, you iterate and figure out what that meant. Or maybe you have that tough conversation with your boss about your salary or with your partner or with whomever it is. But the objective is that you're going to get something out of it either way. And that brings you to the top of the pyramid, which is choice, which is consciously co-creating your own life. Because you are aware, you've taken action, you've built confidence in your own choice of your life. So it's... Obviously, there's an entire curriculum and there's all sorts of activities that are done through this coaching program. But the idea is not just to work with me forever. The idea is to get you really aware so that you can take the action to build the confidence to, to create your own life. Love it. And how's it been going? You've been doing it for about a year now, you said? Mm-hmm. Full time. So the truth is I was doing this 
while working in a lot of different capacities. I was talking to a lot of other people with chronic illness. I, um, I'm eight years sober. So I was doing this a lot through AA, um, through my, through a 12 step fellowship, I should say. Um, and I was, and, and that was, I knew this was my secret sauce. This was my skill, but I was like, you can't do this for a living. So I've loved it. I've enjoyed it. And I've seen a lot of progress in a lot of people. So I've had, I have like over 50 clients that, that probably more at this point. So it's going really well. It's resonating really well. And it's different for everybody. So what I'll say is I don't just have a career coaching or a life coaching practice. It's really holistic because we need to make decisions about our lives career-wise and personally that integrate all parts of it. Right. So what's going on at home affects work. What's going on at work affects what's going on at home. Friendships, relationships, your relationship with money, all of these things, they all play together. And I find it to be very upsetting as somebody who's looking at life that way, the coaches that are just working on one thing and just help somebody get a new job because then they get the new job and they go, why do I have another boss I can't stand? (laughs) Why am I still feeling so burned out? Right. It's got to be a holistic approach so that you know you're aware of who you are and what you want. And then you do that. Absolutely. No, I love it. I think we all need coaches and, and mentors in our lives. I don't think, uh, I think that's probably why you've seen the success you've had, because especially after the past couple of years of, of, uh, of life just being disrupted for everyone everywhere, uh, I think a different perspective and seeing things through a different lens um, is becoming more and more of a thing. Thankfully, I wake up every day hopeful that more and more people are going to become aware because it's grossly underrated. Uh, well, Rebecca, it's been great getting to know you and and better understanding uh, wh- what exactly it is that you do. And thanks so much for for sharing your story. If you're listening to this right now, and you're like, this story really resonated with me. I want to connect with Rebecca. You're going to be able to do that. Her website's going to be available in the description of this podcast episode. If you're listening, you're like, I absolutely need it right now. It's RebeccaBabcockCoaching.com. That's RebeccaBabcockCoaching.com. Well, um, great to e-meet you and uh, yeah. chat with you for a couple minutes. Want to encourage you to keep up the great work. You got one heck of a story. You're clearly doing work that matters and pouring into other people's lives. So keep rocking and rolling. And uh, we'll have to have you back on the show sometime. Get an update on how things are going there. Any final thoughts? Yes. I just want to say for anybody listening. So when you go on my website, just click the link. There's a, you guys all can have a free 15 minute call. And then if I think I can help you and you want what I'm offering, we'll do a free hour and a half coaching consultation. So that's available to all the listeners. So just go on the website and you'll find the link to to book. And thank you so much. Hey, absolutely. Make sure you check that link out and book a time, get on the horn and find out what's possible uh, with Rebecca. Thanks again, Rebecca. I appreciate it. Thank you. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. At KeyBank, we understand what you need to run a middle market company. We bring a team of strategists and problem solvers to design and deliver solutions critical to your business's success. KeyBank offers industry expertise, investment banking and capital markets, payment automation, 
loans and lines of credit, plus equipment financing. Connect with your local KeyBank team. Learn more at key.com slash commercial.